0: password like if you're ever actually being murdered we need a password it's got to be like rutabaga
1: rutabaga that's a good one
0: because that's not obvious When like the murderer sees you being like
1: rutabaga rutabaga it would be like i want kids <laughs> you'll be like what'd you do with Where'd you take her? what'd you do
0: <laughs> you guys before we get to the show just a reminder if you oh wait we didn't do our song oh my god oh god okay okay ready yeah. i'm gonna try to do it nicely this time
1: Jillian Pensavale, Patrick Hines. Ba-da-da. I'm sorry. When you said you were going to try to do it nicely, have you been actively trying to do a bad job this whole time?
0: No, I scream sung it last time and it really didn't come out nicely. Last time? Girl. I know. Take a
1: listen. Weeks and weeks. Come on. <laughs>
0: You guys before we get to the show just a reminder look we are having such a great time in the patreon if you're looking for more content some more like fun some laughs some good times yeah coming out with us we are in the middle of doing uh what's it called girl i'll be gone in the dark on hbo yes. get it together yes. it's the michelle mcnamara documentary about the golden state killer you guys like at 50 30 however many years later they figured out who it was through genealogy it's crazy yeah yeah
1: yeah. and we're having fun which sounds weird because it's about yes. some horrible rapists but we're, we have your back we're taking care of you on this you know me yeah. my experience with this and we we're we got your back. We had a whole thing on it in the last app about how we're taking care of you, the listener.
0: Yes, and it's over 140 full bonus episodes to download and binge right the second. It's all of the series episode by episode. So yes. we say it every week. Lorena, Making a Murderer, Serial. The Jinx. Don't
1: F with Cats. Menendez Brothers, Tiger King. McMillions. McMillions.
0: <laughs> Remember her? Yeah. That was, what, six months ago? And we're doing that Mafia one next, girl. <laughs> yeah, oh, Fear City, please. Yes. <laughs> everybody
1: gather around get your cold past and your nice Montepulciano my favorite kind of red wine and let's
0: go also you can get ad free versions of these episodes after parties quarantine check-ins uh, ringtones the whole thing you never know what's going to happen at, at a Lady Pate's party I
1: everyone's know. invited there's no pressure to come
0: but if you come you never know what you're going to get yeah so you guys it's patreon.com slash truecrimeobsessed or go to our website click on the Patreon link um girl anything from you this week yeah but I'm going to save it can we do the trailer first oh, yeah don't. it's more of a PSA. I think the trailer needs to go first. (laughs) Oh, girl, what are we talking about this week? We're
1: talking about Trial by Media, episode four, King... Richard. God, this guy's a piece of shit, girl. Such a piece of shit. And I don't like most of the people. <laughs> I like the one woman we happen to speak to.
0: Yes, I'm with you. I've invented a term for one of these people. We'll get to it in a second. Oh, great. Um, There's no trailer this week. So why don't you tell us what you were going to tell us? Say it now, girl.
1: So I am not going to be drinking because it's 100 zillion degrees. I got to keep myself hydrated. Mm-hmm. I just want to say, though, we have to say the word Scrooshy a lot. <laughs> it's going to sound like we're hammered. I I don't know about you. You do you. But on my end, whenever I say Scrooshy. Just
0: water over here.
1: I'm just saying it. And even if I like extend the Scrooshy, I'm saying it because he's such an (laughs) asshole and such a piece of shit. But that's a word. I think I'm stealing an old Dana Carvey bit when he was talking about the OJ case where he's like, you can't say judicial system without sounding hammered. And so Richard Scrushy is just an uphill climb, no matter how you slice it. (laughs) So, come with us on this journey, won't you?
0: Oh my God. So, one of the first people we meet is this guy named Donald Watkins. Uh-huh. He's a lawyer for this richer guy. I feel like you're not going to like this, but I invented a term for him. I call him wonderful garbage. Okay,
1: I'm confused.
0: The thing is, I kind of like him. Like, he's really smart and he's like a really good storyteller, but he's also garbage.
1: Girl, let's revisit this and the thing I'm not going to say, but you know what okay. I'm going to say. Well, when we get there at the end, when he tries to use the redacted for the redacted, okay. please. <laughs> I see your garbage. Er, don't love the <laughs> wonderful. It's gonna stop you at the wonderful but i guess we'll get there together right this is what we do yeah, welcome. that's how we do and the thing is but donald Watkins is saying immediately it's again just introducing like what this whole series trial by media is
2: high profile cases there are two trials outside the courthouse and inside court of public opinion is very important that's the first trial
1: You have two cases. It's like the media madness and the case in the courtroom and the court of public opinion. Like, we get it. Oh, my God. We're four episodes in. It's called Trial by Media. Thank you so much. We're aware
0: yeah and his whole thing is like his strategy is like to be everybody's best friend and i'm like girl that's every lawyer's strategy you didn't invent that girl everybody is like if you're the one that people like in the courtroom then like maybe the jury gonna like you and go with your side like you didn't just come up with that that's a thing that every lawyer says
1: you know where i hear that the most only on the defense the prosecution totally. wants to have the fucking powerpoints and the excel spreadsheets and the
0: the facts and the defense is like can we just all be friends we need to have a conversation with the da girl we need to have a conversation with the prosecution they're Doing it wrong, they are fucking up every time.
1: This feels very O.J. to me in a lot of ways. Yes,
0: yes, because the defense knows that like they're on the wrong side of history most of the time. Not all the time, but most of the time. It's the whole like look over there. You know what I mean? Like yeah. In this episode,
1: they are on the wrong side of history. A lot of history. Let's just for get sure. started.
0: Yeah, totally. So we learned about Birmingham. I was actually excited to learn a little bit about Birmingham, Alabama.
2: Birmingham was the past. It was the center in terms of civil rights in Alabama back in the 1960s. There was not much modern industry. Whatever old line industries were there had gone. It was pretty clear that better days were behind until HealthSouth came along.
0: All of a sudden, there's this like new business called HealthSouth. HealthSouth. I can't even say it.
1: HealthSouth. It's a shitty name for a shitty corporation. Right. <laughs> I also read Don't appreciate how everyone was like, Alabama was not in great shape. Her best days were behind her. She was nothing until Health South came along. And I'm like, how fucking dare you?
0: You are having no trouble saying Health South. I can't do it.
1: You know why? Because you're trying to hit the TH too hard. It's one word, (laughs) Health South.
0: You're going Health (laughs) South. Health South. Yeah, yeah, Health South. Health Health South. No, Health. I I kept it. Health South. By the end of this, by
1: golly, you're gonna get it. Health South. You almost got it. Close. By the end of this, hopefully. Hopefully this won't take an hour and a half to record. (laughs) Listeners come on this journey with me, won't you? Let's see. You know who can say Health South? Uh, Not just me, but whoever is doing the voiceover for this piece of shit commercial from the eighties.
3: As the fastest-growing healthcare company in the world, and with the commitment of healthcare professionals that share our chairman's vision, the momentum of the past decade is taking us right into the 21st century.
1: And we. Learned- that like HealthSouth kind of came out of nowhere, out of the clear blue sky, and was suddenly like the leader of the medical healthcare revolution.
0: But we don't know what it does, and it never tells us. We never learn. I was like paying close attention the second time I watched this. It's a healthcare company. But what does that mean? Right. And they're saying like it's the center of the healthcare revolution. But like what? And then we learn about Richard Scrochey. Is that how you say it? Scrochey. Scrochey. Richard Scrooshi. This is
1: going to be so between Health South and Scroogey.
0: <laughs> you guys are really in for it this week.
1: <laughs> We're just
0: going to sound hammered. Health, Health, what? Health I South know. and Scru- <laughs> Richard Scrooshi. <laughs> so, like, <sighs> the thing is, like, all of these people are telling us about, like, a, what a wonder can Richard Scrooshi is. He's he's the CEO of this thing, and he's like this charismatic leader. They're saying there's absolutely nobody like him.
4: Richard was a motivator. He could take a room full of people turn on the charm and the charisma, and by the end of the meeting, you're ready to go knock the doors down and go conquer the world.
0: And I literally just, I'm like, he just seems like a rich, out-of-touch white guy. There doesn't seem like there's anything special about him.
1: No, and this never ends well, you guys. This never right. ends well. He was a charismatic leader. He was at the center right. of it. There was absolutely nobody like him. Where have we heard that?
0: David Koresh is like the first thing that comes to mind.
1: Right, the cheese. Like, it's just this right. whole, no. it never, it <laughs> just never ends well.
0: Yeah, and so, like, we're learning that they call him, like, this motivator that he could, like, take a room full of people and just, like, turn up the volume and make them go out and want to conquer the world. And...
1: That, like, doesn't work on me. Like, sitting no, in a conference no. room, sitting in, like, a big, like, hotel, right. like, meeting room with 100 people yeah. and some stupid, like, ACDC song coming through the speakers, and it's like, what are we going to do today? Sell, sell, sell. Like, no.
0: You know what? I just had a, a thought that if somebody who had never met you said, like, what is Jillian like? I'd be like, okay. Oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) All right. Oh, hold on. I'm like, well, she's, like, really funny, and she's a great friend, and she's so wonderful. But, like, at the core of her being. Oh, no. You know, like, when you go to, like, a work thing, and your boss is, like, really pumped to share, like, the quarterly earnings, and, like, everyone actually really gets into it for a minute. Like, just for a minute, everyone's really excited about their job. Jillian's the one sitting there with her arms crossed.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's right. (laughs) in all black I'm the one in all black in the corner Great
0: right, turn that's exactly what I'm imagining
1: I'm I'm the one of the guys like and we're going to have a great whatever quarter I'm like can I have some more vodka in this please thanks <laughs> I'm the I'm the bitch in black in the corner asking for a refill.
0: There's one other weird thing that happens in this section. We learn that he wants to be a rock star, but the person who tells us this, did you recognize her?
1: From Growing Pains, from, uh, is she Growing Pains?
0: Joanna Kerns, the yes. mom from Growing Pains. Now, not all businessmen stay in their three piece suits after work. In fact, this
1: particular businessman turns into a rock star. I caught her, too, and I was like, huh. Joanna Kearns. <laughs> there she is. But in addition to her- She we put
0: up with Kirk Cameron shit for like nine years. That is a thing I could off, not have Kirk done. Kirk Cameron. Fuck off. And I'll say
1: it. I'll say it to you. I'll put it, my finger in his face. God. He
0: is still so, Stop, so hot.
1: Don't- know, Come know, on. Know, he hates I know, you. I know. He hates know. you and your being. He hates you. He hates your family. I know. He thinks Daisy is in danger. He doesn't like me because I'm a loudmouth woman. But he hates- Everything we stand for. I know.
0: I know, but he's so Girl, don't say
1: it again. (laughs) We also meet two people here, Weston Smith and Aaron Beam. And they're both former CFOs of HealthSouth. And you know, I'm just like, former? You know these bitches have stories. And I'm just like... (laughs) so ready because now you're like okay trial by me now this is episode four we kind of know what happens and I'm just like this guy gets off doesn't he right like this um, is yeah. why we're all here you know what
0: well, like, can we just say it now spoiler this guy totally gets off because I've got questions along the way that I don't want to save to the end
1: no let's do it because he gets off and then there's a little bit of a follow up at the end but yeah he gets acquitted of everything we're about to tell you is that a yeah. spoiler too bad.
0: Right. Like it is but I'm sorry. We wouldn't be here if he didn't get off. Right.
1: So the thing in the 90s like this Richard Scroogey again sober guy was all over the place. (laughs) He's super rich like this health style thing was making a zillion dollars and nobody knows what it does. Nobody knows why. But like we hear from a journalist like it was a typical local boy makes good story and we get this news report where this is in Alabama it's like you
4: can drive on the Richard Scroogey Parkway to the Richard Scroogey campus there's
3: the Richard Scroogey building the Richard Scroogey library the Richard Scroogey Ball Field.
1: You can drive on the Richard Scroogey Parkway and then take take exit 19 to the Scroogey Campus, but don't yeah. forget to stop by the Scroogey Building, not to mention the Scroogey Library. Why don't you and the kitties catch a game at the Scroogey Ball Field? I'm like, who is Richard Scroogey? Like, who is this? It
0: sounds so awful. I know. It's, I don't
1: want to go on that road trip. The Scroogey no, Parkway no. to the campus, to the library. I actually fucking love libraries, but that's a whole other thing. But like, I, and if it's Scroogey if she has his name attached, girl. No, forget it. Forget it. Also, I don't know if this is un- there's a, a torrential downpour happening in my neighborhood right now, which oh my I, God. I love. I'm excited about too. it. But if you hear it, that's what it is. Okay, <laughs> it's ama- It's actually fucking amazing. So if
0: you that's hear ama- if you hear amazing. anything, sorry, listeners, but come on. So it all comes to a screeching halt on November fourth, two thousand three. Earlier this morning in Birmingham, Alabama, an indictment was unsealed charging Richard Scrushy with fraud, money laundering and other offenses based on his participation in a multi-billion dollar scheme that defrauded members of the public who invested in HealthSouth. And he gets indicted on fraud, money laundering and quote other offenses. I
1: have- in quotes and other offenses <laughs> and they say based on his participation in a multi-billion dollar scheme yeah. that defrauded members of the public who invested in HealthSouth and this is where I'm like oh so it's kind of and we don't really get into this but it feels like a pyramid scheme because all of the Million wealth percent. all yeah. of, of HealthSouth is about the investors and I'm like but what right. do they do though and they never answer that and it's all about the investors.
0: Yes. Yeah and so now we start seeing like the news footage of him and his wife being chased by all these cameras. That and- wife. So the Wife, I was wrong about this. I'm like, so the wife whose name we never get, we do get it eventually. I can't think of it now. She is always smiling from ear to ear. She is She's a Stepford
1: wife girl. She totally is. I think he's an amazing man. I'm so thankful to be married to him. I'm so proud of him. I just I <laughs> trust him inherently. <laughs> He bought me the jewelry that I'm wearing, so I love him.
0: Oh, my God. And we'll come back to her. She's a piece of work, as my friend Jillian would say.
1: Oh, she sounds great. Yeah. Um, But we meet Alice Martin, the one woman in the room.
0: I really love Alice, but again, when this is all over, we got to sit down and have a conversation with her about how she does her job.
1: I will buy the Margs. I'll buy the Cosmos. But Alice, girl, we have to have a talk about the pizzazz factor. I know. It pains me to say that that is needed. (laughs) What? I hate the fact that that's even a thing we're talking about here because I'm with Alice. I love the facts. Give me the facts. Give me I the know. evidence. Give me the this. But we got to stop with the PowerPoints. We can't with the PowerPoints, Alice Girl. I love you. Girl,
0: I got to tell you that, like, it's the only good thing about me is my pizzazz factor. It's all I have, girl. Girl, it's, it's all you all have.
1: have. And I love you for it. It's all I got. Your pizzazz factor is off the charts Ugh. but like you gotta stop with the powerpoints and alice it's not just you. you it's I not know. you're in you're in good company like Marsha clark
0: and alice martin i was just gonna say it's you and me and alice and Marsha clark sitting down for drinks and we're like girls this is how you do it can you
1: imagine though oh mike mike i'm coming home late tonight <laughs> where the girls have some stuff to I say <laughs>
0: But so, yeah, this guy, Richard Scruci, he's looking at 650 years in prison.
1: Right. And here's the thing. They could build this case because five five former yeah. CFOs at HealthSap saying like goddamn canaries I know five of them <laughs> you think about that first of all why do you have five former CFOs in such a baby company that's like uh-huh. CFO is chief financial officer that's the Steve so yeah, if yeah, yeah, we yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like as if we've been through five Steves that's right. crazy that's ridiculous and two of them we already met Weston Smith and Aaron Beam Yes. and I'm like okay so all five of them have pled guilty and agreed to testify against Scroogey
0: it really is amazing
1: and Alice Martin's like I
5: was confident that Richard Scruci knew about the fraud. It's a classic case of greediness. Richard Scruci was poster boy for It's Not Enough.
1: Yeah, I had no doubt he was fucking guilty. Do you need like I don't? I'm I'm sorry. Do you have any? Is there a question? Like, what is happening here?
0: Girl, guess who's here? Who? Richard Scrooshi.
1: I lost my mind. I I couldn't, and that's when I was like, oh god, here we go. He he got away. Shit.
4: Health South was very very important to me, and I did live and breathe it every day. Once I was indicted, I was accused of things that. I would never do.
0: We learn right from the minute we meet him that he's here to just say I did nothing wrong. They were coming after me. I had no knowledge. And the whole idea is that like I was an entrepreneur and I made it and people just wanted to take me down because I was successful.
1: Right. Like he has all these awards from 30 years ago. Like girl let it go. Like like give it a rest. And he's like talking about the risks of being an entrepreneur and you have to have fire and passion. And he's like the media took everything I owned all those facts and they made it look like I'm a criminal because I had like four boats and eight... Thousand cars right. <laughs> And those ugly McMansions, like, are not innocent until proven guilty?
4: The media took everything that I ever bought in my life and put it in the newspaper to make me out like I'm some horrible criminal guy because I had a boat and a few nice cars and a couple of houses. I mean, come on. I'm innocent, right? Until proven guilty. And
1: the I get a vibe from him that he just wants to list his assets again. Like, yeah. I, he's not saying that as, like, these yachts just happened to me. These right, McMansions yeah. just poof appeared. Yeah. I didn't buy them with the money I stole from you and, like, all the right. shit. But I, I get the sense that he's that much of an asshole that he just wants people to know, like, how much he really had at that one time. Like, he's just bragging again.
0: Right. And so he's saying, like, you know, I am innocent. I am mounting, like, the best defense money can buy. And he's saying that, like, at first I had this lawyer This like fancy pants lawyer who was like, you have to shut up. Don't talk to the press. And that felt very wrong to me. And so (laughs) along. And I'm like, every that's every lawyer's job. I know. Shut up. Which is why this guy, Donald Watkins, who we met in the beginning, like his approach was revolutionary. He's like, girl, you take every call. You go in 60 Minutes. You talk to the Wall Street Journal. Anybody who wants to talk to you, you talk to them. And this is where Scroogey is like, yeah, that's the guy I want.
1: Yeah, I want him because I want the fucking attention. Right. So he goes with Donald Watkins, and this case had 85 counts.
0: And even Watkins is like, girl! Whoa,
1: he's like...
2: I knew 85 counts. Man, that's a tall order. I'd done criminal cases, maybe 10 counts, 20 counts. Nothing of the magnitude of 85. I saw it as a challenge. Richard Screwshoe was the most hated man in Birmingham. He was the devil.
1: Richard was the most hated man in town. And he's like, the whole thing is like, we have to put our story out there. Watkins is all about the court of public opinion because he thinks that if the public likes you, that will find its way into the courtroom and everything will be gravy.
0: Because he's trying to use the press to like taint the jury pool. And guys, it works. Like the thing is, he's not wrong. It totally works. So here's what happens. And just to be clear, Donald Watkins is a black man. Yes,
2: yes.
1: And so Watkins says, look.
2: The white community hated him for the most part. But the black community was neutral. And so I told Richard, that community may run to you when you're in trouble and not run from you. And it may make a difference. In your life and the outcome of this circumstance.
1: So he pulls in Bishop Jim Lowe, who's a pastor for Guiding Light Church. Yeah. And and just says, like, basically, why don't you just use the black community and suddenly be religious and maybe this'll help
0: our case. But like the thing about it was like, I really like this guy. I do like too. we see him like preaching and he's very animated. What were you saying before? Pizzazz Factor. Yeah. Do you see the it's... shoulder?
1: <laughs> suddenly my shoulder was up. The piz- <laughs> what? Oh, did, Oh, you rang? Pizzazz Factor. Ooh, a little flossy
0: shoulder move. Mm,
1: mm.
0: Fun laughs good times. His pizzazz factor is through the roof. This Liza, night.
1: move over. Cheetah, yeah, move over. Pizzazz totally. factor with this guy.
0: So, what happens is Richard starts, Richard Scroogey starts, Scroogey, whatever the fuck, starts going to Bishop Jim's church. And Jim welcomes him with open arms. Richard Scroogey,
2: he came to me and he said, Bishop, I've been hurt. I've been hurt by what people said about me and about my family. I need a place where my family can worship. I felt like this is where the Lord told me to come
0: Maybe I'm an idiot But I believe that Jim saw the best in this guy And and really wanted to help him I totally
1: agree with you I think Bishop Jim has, has the best intentions But Donald Watkins yeah. Pushed Richard Scruci into this church That he would never go into saying You need the black community right now And we are yeah. going to take advantage of this community For the worst reasons and we're going to get into it Because we get Richard Scruci today And he's like
4: There were white churches I couldn't go into because the congregation was made up of many of the white haters, you know, they wanted to believe that I was the monster that the media was trying to make me out to be.
1: I tried to go to the white churches, but they were just filled with haters, y'all. Right. And I'm like, haters? Are you I kidding know. me? He's like, they just want to believe I was a monster because of all my commendations.
0: Yeah, and then he's saying that like the black churches welcomed him with open arms, and he's saying like he's making all these connections that are things you just don't say out loud. He's like, the black community
4: welcomed us. And maybe it's because of the persecution that they went through. For some reason, they understood persecution a lot better than a lot of the white churches
1: why they understand persecution more but they do right. and I'm like girl open a fucking book oh I my know. god read a book you don't know why and the thing is he's not just worshipping at these churches he's right. preaching he's running the show
0: this is the thing that like made me crazy which was that like he's not there five minutes before he's like up on the altar giving sermons and like there, there's footage of it and it cuts to the congregants who are like arms crossed they are not into it like it's it's they are they are me at every company dinner. I'm yeah, the disconnect is very strange, but Bishop Jim really wants him to be there.
1: Right, but Donald Watkins, his lawyer, wants him to be there more than anybody. Yes. And Watkins actually tells Richard, stop giving money to those stupid museums, you idiot. Start <laughs> giving money to the black community so that they will be on your side in front of the cameras, and we can use this in Birmingham, Alabama, yeah. and maybe we can kind of fix the jury here. That's, that's what this is, and Donald Watkins says as much.
2: a Foundation. Philanthropic Foundation, and he was persuaded that that is fine and that's deserving and all that stuff, but you might want to redirect some philanthropic money to communities that are not used to getting your kind
0: of money and any significance.
1: But then, because that wasn't enough.
0: He's got to reach a wider audience, girl.
1: A wider audience, if I may. <laughs> hey Richard and his wife, Leslie, there's her name, they start a TV show called Viewpoint.
0: Welcome
4: to Viewpoint. I'm your host, Richard Scruci, and with me today is my wife and co-host, Leslie. On Viewpoint, we allow our guests to present their views and opinion without negative media spin. We believe the truth and positive views will have a great impact on our community.
1: This is what makes me crazy. They try to make it as like, this is just about letting our guests voice their opinion without that negative media spin. They're trying to make it a news show, but it's yeah. a religious opinion show. And that right. is categorically right. not a news show. If you want to have a religious show, have a religious yeah. show. If you want to have an yeah. opinion show, which is basically our podcast, have an opinion show you know who's
0: got a a religious show kirk cameron
1: kirk cameron (laughs) we're not talking to her anymore and so even their producer they hire this bobby randall guy to be the executive producer who says
4: if you watch the local media everything was bad he said i gotta do something to try to defend myself this is my buddy that was getting uh you know hammered we had to create our own little fox network if you will to do something
1: everyone was talking shit about scrushy so we basically had to make our own fox news network I so know. that we can like basically <laughs> like throw out our propaganda into the world
0: do you know who their first guest is girl 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 i almost texted you i was like please tell me you know who this is Please, their first guest is Roy Moore. Roy Moore, you guys, who I guess I forgot was like the chief justice of the Alabama Supreme Court. I know that that is true. I just forgot it. But do you hear that? Is that that's
1: thunder and lightning?
0: holy shit it's awesome they don't like us talking about Roy Moore God fuck is you like... Roy
1: Moore come for me God's like no girl that's not you she's like no <laughs> you guys are fine it's all the other shit that's going on in the world stop making this
0: about you and Patrick for five seconds
1: there's oh a lot of God. other shit going on in the world
0: so Roy Moore is like that pedophile who ran for senate in Alabama and lost to Doug Jones the democrat which was <laughs> the first time in like 800 years that's ever happened he
1: was the chief justice of the supreme court of Alabama twice and he's been fired twice he's yeah, that piece of right. shit who was cruising the mall, literally cruising the mall for teenage girls. He's one of, uh, He's a Trump guy. Yeah. The, his
0: loss of the, in that Senate race is like the greatest thing ever. You guys register to vote. 2020, please.
1: And remember, just remember real quick, he's already been charged. Scroogey has already been charged. And he yeah. is a... <laughs>
0: God is really mad at Scroogey. <laughs> yes, he was, girl. Yes, girl. Girl, yes. God's pizzazz factor is on fire today, girl.
1: <laughs> through the roof. <laughs> literally through the roof.
0: Wouldn't it be great if she was like,
1: if there was like a big lightning factor where we are like, God, you're... Ooh, girl, I'm loving you, loving you today. And, and remember, like, Scroogey's already been charged. He's awaiting trial. Just another mediocre yeah. white guy, like, failing up. He's like, I'll just make a show, y'all. Like, right. I'm just gonna make a show. He's awaiting trial. Like, and he's like... Like, preaching at these black churches like it's also manipulative and just so obvious
0: so now lawyer Donald is talking about like it's not gonna be just him defending Scrooge in court like he's got to build a team so he's trying to figure out who he wants to get and of course they consider like the fancy pants lawyers from New York and Washington DC but lawyer Donald is like no girl you need like you need to be from Alabama to be on my team
2: Alabama requires a down-home talent level you just need to be baptized in the Alabama experience. You got to have a Southern drawl. You got to go to church. You have to know about the Crimson Tad, the Auburn Tigers,
1: Jim Parkman, who's the defensive.
0: Are you going to be mad at me if I tell you that I kind of like this guy? God damn it. I knew you would. But (laughs) Donald legit calls him a good old boy, which is so gross, girl. I know. I know. And he plays it up. And like, these guys really are garbage. But like, I guess I just get what they're doing. Like, I mean, and I know you do too. Like, I know you're not an idiot. I just, they're really good at being garbage. And I I don't want to say I was impressed by it, but I was kind of like, wow. Like, to see it in Action is remarkable. You
1: know what I would love? I would love to see a prosecution team pull this shit.
0: Exactly, because you know what they had that the prosecution never has. Girl, say it with me. Pizzazz factor. <laughs> you B- did the show. Na- like- <laughs> na- 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 na. <laughs> so the thing about Jim Parkman is that, like, he really does do this thing so well, where he's like that, the big eyed, like, "Well, you don't say, sir."
3: Donald said that he had heard about me. And they felt like they needed a lot more personality than what the government generally brings. I had a dream of doing a big case one day from the day I was in law school. I knew this is it, Jim. Here's your pressure, buddy. Let's see if you can do it.
0: I'm just a small town lawyer. I've always dreamed of having a big case. And the- Girl, you sound great. (laughs) Put that on your resume. You sound great.
1: A big case? You really nailed it. I felt it in the back of your throat there. You killed it.
0: Thank you. Truly. I've I've never done an impression that's impressed you before. This is really, this is a big moment for me. That was
1: really, really good. And I'm not, that is not my pizzazz factor coming in. That's me being honest.
0: Uh, well he's just saying that like I've always wanted to do a case like this and lawyer Donald like the main lawyer here he's like look this guy didn't have any high profile cases he didn't have anything that went to the Supreme Court he just had that Alabama thing that was going to be perfect that I knew would play well to the jury so girl you're hired
1: right and if anyone knows anything about a pizzazz factor it's Jim Parkman because he's like
3: the government's case is what we refer to in the law as a Swiss cheese case that means boy folks There are a lot of holes in it.
1: You have to tear down the case by showing all the holes in it. They call it the Swiss cheese factor. And I'm like, that's always been a thing. Like your story's full of holes, Swiss cheese. But he's like, and then you gotta
0: make it fun. That's the key to this. You gotta make it fun. That's the pizzazz factor. And I'm just saying he's totally right because Parkman is the one that is telling us throughout this whole thing the juries are so bored by the facts and the charts and the money and the bank statements and whatever. It's like, we know that money was stolen here, but Jim is like, girl, you just tell a good story. You know?
1: Right, because now it's like 2005, it's first day in court and we learn that Alice, our best friend Alice, her opening
0: statement was told through the use of PowerPoint and I just have, oh no. I know, and she's proud of it to this day. And we see the PowerPoint. We actually see it.
5: Our opening statement told the, the use Of PowerPoint, when the company was founded, the names of the founders, the business of Hell South, how it made money. These reports, these 10 Ks and 10 Qs that the Securities and Exchange Commission requires, those are statements that if you lie on them, that's a federal crime. It went
1: through the company, how how and when the company was founded. the names of the founders, how they made their money report. Like Steve is like, what are you saying? Boring. This is my I favorite. Know. This was Steve's favorite part of this episode. There, so she's talking about 10 K's and 10 Q's. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, I, I'm just like, girl, like Alice, I'm on your side. Just say that he's a piece of shit. Show the, show me the fucking monopoly boat and I'll be right. on your side.
0: Exactly. It's so by the book. It's like her whole thing is that like, she's still, and I have this in my notes, 80,000 times. She still cannot figure out how they lost. Because no. she's saying, like, what we did in our opening statement was give the jury a roadmap for all of the testimony that they're going to hear over the—you guys, wait for it—next several months. I know. They wait. put up, like— the tax lawyer and the phone guy and the Uh, you know what I mean like yeah I'm saying like in her mind this would have gotten her an A in law school she gave them a roadmap, told them what they were going to see and then they saw it so she should win
1: we need to be adjunct professors at law school we have to get in there and be like here's how you really get everyone's attention because Jim Parkman stands up and he says today he's like when she was going through those powerpoints I was like she was like rolling his eyes and fake yawning and totally playing to the jury
3: I'm sitting there I'll be honest with you, making faces to the jury, like, oh, God, you know, let's get this thing, come on. And I said, wow, folks, did you hear all this stuff that this government said in this case? Good gracious alive. It doesn't sound like we stand much of a chance.
1: And so when Jim finally stands up, he lays it on thick. He was like, that was exhausting, right? Also, we're the underdog. Welcome <laughs> to the South. What do you want? He's Blanche ever. I'm just a devastating little body. He's just the whole <laughs> freaking thing. And then, then he really hits it home and he goes,
3: We don't have much of a chance except for something my grandmama used to tell me when I was growing up as a young boy. No matter how thin they make a pancake, it still has two sides to it. So what I'd like to do is, you've just heard the side from the government. What I want you to do is let's flip that pancake over, okay? And let's cook the other side.
1: Is this guy for real? I know. And then we get this montage of like Kyle the journalist, Alice, and they're all like that fucking pancake thing. That goddamn pancake thing. It's all he said.
4: The taste sides, oh God. My grandmother used to always say,
2: it's like a pancake. You said, there are two sides to every issue.
4: No matter how thin f- you pour a pancake, it always has two sides. He said, now we're going to show you the other side of the pancake.
0: But wait, will you give us the news reporter? Because there's one news reporter, his name is Kevin Stewart, and he is like reporting this like hard news about the pancake story. He said,
1: and I quote, no matter how thin a pancake is, there's always... Two sides, Tom. <laughs> These reporters ate this shit up. They were reporting outside the courthouse with fucking spatulas in their hands. Yes, yes. They, they were just like, remember I the spatula know. thing? And so everyone, it's so funny, like watching it back now. Like everyone was just like, Are we ta- we have to talk about the spatula thing? Right? right. They're like talking to the producer, like we were doing the spatula thing. Okay. Right. And it's so perfectly edited, they're like, that goddamn spatula pancake thing. Like, what what is
0: this? So Alice and the prosecution, their whole thing was to show all the rich all of the boats and all of the houses and how much more money and it's all stolen it can't be real and Parkman is saying our strategy was to tell the story of how he brought himself up from nothing and how yes he had all of these things but he earned it. So we learn about how this company came into existence and basically again his lawyers are saying to us like you guys he's not like a fancy pants guy he was just a respiratory specialist who saved his money and got with three or four of his friends and he was like let's build a rehab business which is great like awesome. How do you say is it bada bing bada boom or bada boom bada bing it's bada bing bada boom bada bing bada boom they're making a trillion dollars a year
1: right there's between the bada bing and the bada boom there's some theft (laughs) happening and some fraud happening but like and and the thing is like it's like we on this podcast we love just making the thing that's why we're here you had this you worked really hard you made this idea and oh my god look where you are look at where you are look at where you started this whole thing but he's
0: lying though right and that that's what that's where I draw the line right and so Alice the DA Alice is saying to us like the
5: defense story was that Richards victim, too, and he's just a little old respiratory therapist who made it good on an idea, but he was depending on these sophisticated people, and they uh, led him down the wrong path. I had no doubt in my mind that Richard Scruci was guilty of the financial fraud occurring at HealthSouth.
0: Like you, she's not buying this story at all. Like this whole, he was a little respiratory therapist who made good on a good idea. She's like, that is not true at all. She's like, we know for a fact that this company was not reporting real earnings since the moment they went live on NASDAQ. And so she gets all the former CFOs on the stand to back this up. And they're saying to us on the stand year over year, month over month, like we were not like we would go to him and say like the numbers aren't good, girl. We've got to report like. We're not gonna meet the Wall Street expectations. They give us this description of him like turning red and shaking, right? And saying, "You get out of my office," which, by the way, is is a line I'd like to be able to use at some point.
1: Right? They were like, "Oh, he's like twitching, and his he's his face is like red, like a tomato." And I'm like, "Girl, she's right here. Like, I have to (laughs) talk about this with her." (laughs)
0: The point is here, the prosecution is saying he not only knew about the fraud, he directed the fraud. And the defense is saying not only did he not direct the fraud, he had no idea. All of these CFOs were scheming behind his back to make him like look like the bad guy to take the fall.
1: And the thing was, it was all about the stocks. So if you're lying about what you're making quarterly and then it gets down to Wall Street or however that works, still not right. entirely clear.
0: But the point is, it's a... Whenever it's, we cover stuff like this, it's always a little bit... We always get to that middle part where we're like, wait, what? Happened.
1: Yeah. Uh, but the point is, they lied. The point is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They lied. And it, it was all about the stocks.
0: Right. So a bunch of these CFOs testify, and it's super boring because really, this is all about the closing arguments, girl. Right. And the only thing you need to know going into the closing arguments is that the defense is trying to pin this whole thing on this one CFO named Bill Owens. Okay. Bill Owens. The only name you need to know, girl, take it away. So
1: 55 days later, trial's over. Time for closing statements. There are two major things that happen. <laughs> (laughs) the defense decides to really really make it a goddamn spectacle as if they haven't already Yeah. because jim the lawyer's like oh this has all been a dress rehearsal closing statements are opening night y'all it's the day of the show y'all here we go (laughs)
0: closing statements are opening nights (laughs) that's how jim feels that's his pizzazz factor is just through the roof on this one he's
1: just like he's like all he has like glitter and sequins he's so ready all right, so Jim's whole thing from the beginning was the Swiss cheese nonsense. Yeah. Like, your story's full of holes and that, the Swiss cheese mentality.
0: So, in addition to the Swiss cheese, he's, like, in a meeting, like, planning his closing statement. And he's like, oh, how could we, like, personify the cheese? And someone's like, well, what about a rat? The rats are the first one." I
1: love how he needed an intern to be like, I don't know, rats and cheese. <laughs> yeah. But he said he's such a brilliant mind. He and Marjorie Deal are on are that level of genius like that's right. how, like, come on, Jim.
0: I know. So he's like, the rats are like the CFOs, right Rats when a ship is going down, they don't care about anything. they are the first things off the ship yeah. just like the CFOs. And so this kid, this intern's like, look, I found this picture of a rat and Parkman is like, great, have it blown up for me, bring it to the courthouse. I'm using it in my clothes tomorrow.
1: So he gets up, it's his closing statement and he ends with
0: I got up
3: for the closing argument. We had two big boards, which were hidden. So when I got to the end of my closing statement, I said, and now let's just get down to the real brass tacks about this case. Let's talk about the rat. Who's the rat? And I pulled off something in front, and there was my poster of a cartoon rat with the cheese.
1: Let's not forget what this is really all about. And it's this big reveal. He has, like, some poster with, like, a... A, a, a poster
0: a, with, like, a sheet a over sheet. it. He yeah. pulls the sheet off the poster, and it's a picture? It's like a cartoon rat holding
1: a piece yeah. of Swiss cheese with holes in it. Get it? Please. The jury <laughs> loves it already, and I'm like, our justice system is so fucked, I can't even talk about it.
0: And, because and- you know that Alice brought, like, a PowerPoint to her clothes, and was brought, like... like,
1: four, girls. I know. The poor thing.
0: Because what Parkman is saying is like the rat look what's that guy's name the, the one he,
1: he's saying that the rat was supposed to be animated to look like Bill Owens who was the guy who was the real mastermind behind this right. thing so he's like get it like you know you'd recognize him anywhere that rat Bill Owens and because the rat was holding the cheese so the right. rat was meant to be Bill Owens and the cheese was the government story which was full of holes <laughs> honestly it's harder to follow than a powerpoint to be what? honest yeah <laughs> you.
0: All right, so both lawyers on the defense are doing part of the close, right? So Parkman finishes his, and now Donald, the lawyer, gets up to do his part of the close. And girl, gird your loins.
1: This bitch, this bitch gets up and walks to the American flag that's in the courtroom, picks it up, wraps it around himself. And today, today, before we get into what really happens, today, Watkins is like...
2: What I found that has worked consistently throughout my legal career is an appeal to patriotism. I said, look, the protection of that flag, it means a lot to me. It lifted me from where I was as a child to where I am today.
1: Then we hear what happens. He goes on to tell this story and the editing in this moment is perfect. It
0: is, it is perfect. Because he tells this ridiculous story. I actually started to tear up when he Shut started telling girl, me. Shut come on. <laughs> Wait a second I know But I started to tear up A little bit And then The editing is done In such a way Where the editing Is telling us That he told this story For nine hours And they think It's so ridiculous They're just choppily Editing the
1: story And doing like Little crosses What yes. Donald Watkins A black man Does Yes To defend A mediocre white guy Who lied and stole money Is he literally Wraps himself in the flag And yes. uses the <laughs> Civil rights movement Yes To defend A mediocre white guy Who stole money and exploited the religious and black community of Birmingham, Alabama.
2: And then one day, 12 people like you, who were strangers to each other, said, no, Miss Watkins' little kids can drink out of any water fountain that works and another group just like you guys said that use any bathroom you can sit at a lunch counter buy hamburger french fries on a small Coke, teeny go to any what he's to
0: saying that. is that like you know you guys have power and you're important you're as important as the other 12 people just like you who decided that I could drink out of any water fountain that I could use any bathroom that I could sit at any lunch counter and this is
1: when they're editing when they're fading yeah. and
0: he's like I can have a cheeseburger and
1: fries and I can do this and 12 strangers just like you said that no mama Watkins babies can eat from whatever frap house they wanted to go to and I'm like (laughs) the fact that this man and the fact that in the beginning of his whole defense plan was like hey let's totally take advantage of the black community this guy is a fucking disgrace he's doing this in Birmingham Alabama and using the civil rights movement to defend a mediocre white dude who failed up I won't have it Patrick I won't have it
0: I also feel like we're giving mediocre people a bad name I wouldn't even call this guy I would call myself mediocre, girl. How dare you? How dare you? You're, well, you have pizzazz.
1: Your pizzazz factor is through the roof. You are not mediocre at all. But the also the thing is this bitch remembers that closing statement word for word and you know you know that the crew was like we only had to like two i know (laughs) today it's like 245 are you still going on he remembers every last word of it
0: he goes beyond the the civil rights movement to say this is their iwo jima moment
1: and i'm like this guy and he doesn't mention his mediocre client once this guy is a travesty
0: he's an asshole he invoked the civil i can't i can't
1: i can't and i I won't. But
0: wait, so we see Alice back in the day, the DA, outside the courtroom. She can't believe it either. She's like, We
5: talked about the evidence. The defense talked about, let's say Montgomery, civil rights, wrapping themselves in the flag, Irojima. If you've got an irrelevant subject, it was
0: probably in the and you heard today. And then it cuts to Alice today and the director says to her, so you're the government and he's wrapped himself in a flag. And she goes, securely. Securely. <laughs> securely. <laughs> and he goes, the director goes, so how do you beat that? And she goes,
5: uh, we didn't. <laughs> we didn't.
0: And she says it like with a smile on her face. Like she's got, she's got a good sense of humor. And we cut back and we find out that he is not guilty on all counts. Right. And guess what, girl? You are so right as always because we see the Bishop Jim again, who I love. I know. And Bishop Jim basically just says to the camera, yeah, we basically never saw that guy again.
2: After the trial, I told him, this is your church home. This is where you belong. And you must always remember that. We did not see him too much more after that at all
1: he goes yeah i didn't see him much after that he lied to you you were scammed how dare he so now jim his own lawyer is like hey richard you should get the hell out of dodge girl like i don't care where you go
3: there's just too much opinions left in this case here i don't care where you go go buy an island just just move on and he of course he didn't do it and of course.
1: A few months later, after the HealthSouth trial, Richard Scrushy was indicted once again yeah. for bribing the former governor of Alabama. And he's yes. on TV saying the same old shit. Well, everyone's lying and his wife with that stupid hair. I just love my man and all this <laughs> bullshit. And guess what? He's sentenced to seven years in federal prison. And while he's there, a civil court found him liable for all of the HealthSouth fraud.
0: But then we're not even done because Lawyer Donald, you guys, Lawyer Donald also gets indicted for some crazy thing. For fraud! Federal fraud! You guys, they're all fucking liars. But also, the reason we're talking to Scrooge is because
1: he's out. Like, he had to pay $2.8 billion, billion with a B, but we know he's never paying that shit. But he works as, like, a consultant. Who is paying him to, like, defraud their company? But then Donald, Donald gets in business with his son, so Donald Watkins Jr. and Sr. are getting in trouble for stealing all this fucking money from all these people, and they're in prison. Today. Donald Watkins goes to jail for five years. You guys, and, they, they scammed Charles Barkley, the basketball player, out of all this money. Is <laughs> that right?
0: Yes. It was. How did you find that out? I googled. Oh. <laughs> and then finally, you guys, the final insult to injury—that pancake story, guys, not real. Because we're
1: home not with Jim, real. the lawyer, making what. <laughs> pancakes and i'm like oh my god trial by media hitting really hitting at home hard he's eating them alone i'm like of course you are and it ends with the filmmaker saying like did
2: your grandma really say that about the pancake
3: uh no i made that up years ago she could have but she didn't
1: oh i made that up years ago (laughs) yeah she could have i mean that was her way but no she totally didn't say it and I'm like, of course she didn't. Did anyone believe she really said that stupid pancakes? Then, of course you did, hard. I <laughs> but you know what? Your pizzazz factor is through the roof, so you're gonna pass. <laughs>
0: Oh my God, girl, we did episode four of Trial by Media. That was crazy. Scrooge, what an asshole. So the next one is called Big Dance. It's about this horrible, horrible thing that happens to a woman at a bar. The movie The uh, Accused is based on it, the one with Jodie Foster. Yeah, it's,
1: it's a horrible rape story, It's just trigger yeah. warning. If you want to watch or not watch or whatever, but it's, it's real bad, so.
0: Yeah, so girl, tell the people where they can find us.
1: They can find us at truecrimeobsessed.com. And that's where all the promo codes are. I'm seeing a lot of people asking for the promo codes for the our ads they're the all ads. there yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Steve updates it every week, you guys.
1: Every week, all of the merch and every single penny of the merch is going to charities that we also have on the website of where that's going. And we are at True Crime Obsessed Podcast on Instagram, and we are at True Crime Obsessed, no E-D, on Twitter. You are at... Ooh, I'm just on a roll now. You are (laughs) at Patrick Hines on Twitter and at Patrick Hines underscore on Insta, yes? That's right. And you are
0: Jillian with a G on all the things. Job's so much easier. I know. (laughs) You guys, we are going to start going live on Instagram once a week. I don't know if we've picked a, a, like a, an exact day or time or whatever yet, but follow us on Instagram so that when you get the notification, you'll see us. We're going to hang out. We're going to like take your questions. We're going to just like be together for a little bit. Um, it's something that's really fun to do, and it's like another way to talk to you guys.
1: Yeah, we, to, we just got to get the final plans down, but yeah. we'll let you know. Th- there's going to be a graphic. I mean, yeah, it's going to be course. a whole thing. It's going to be a whole thing. You'll know. Oh, and
0: lastly, I forgot about the Patreon, you guys. If you're looking for more fun, laughs, good times. Fun, laughs, good times. Over 140 full bonus episodes to download a binge right this second. We're in the middle of i Be Gone in the Dark, the HBO talk about the Golden State Killer. Right.
1: We just finished McMillions. Before that, Tiger King, uh, yeah. Don't F with Cats, uh, Madeline McCann.
0: Lacey Peterson.
1: The Jinx
0: it's every series you've ever wanted us to cover is there on the pates you guys patreon.com slash true obsessed or true click on the patreon link and we love you
1: we love you thank you so much for hanging with us i can't believe this is my it's a weird job but it's a fucking great one how about that
0: yeah we are so thrilled so thank you
1: thrilled beyond belief all right
0: bye bye Bye. can you say the company name girl health south how do you do it health south i'm a witch (laughs) i can do i can do a lot of things i'm actually
1: causing this thunderstorm right now this lightning storm see see how whenever we needed it to be quiet it's quiet
0: now that was- wow <laughs> amazing wow wow girl can you believe this is our job no no i can't you just said Nishis for a living Again, a word that just makes you sound drunk one of his boats also has, like, the, he painted, like, the Monopoly guy on it. What the fuck is that? I
1: have, like, two pages about that. Are you there yet in your notes? <laughs>
0: no, no, no. It just it just occurred to me.
1: We have to rewind for one second. Welcome to yeah. the Outtakes, everybody. Jim the lawyer, his office, just if I may. <laughs> The poster of that rat and the cheese, it's framed. It's in a frame where it's like that. The
0: tie tie that he was wearing that day.
1: So there's a tie that he wore that had rat and cheese like over and over and over again, like like a tie pattern. And all of these like handwritten notes from the trial and a spatula with the famous, the quote famous pancake quote on it. It's framed, but the spatula isn't engraved. So he basically printed it at home on like, like, hello, my name is sticker. Like one of those things. It's just so. Weird. It's like, dude, you're you're hanging on to all the wrong shit, girl.